Hello, everyone, and welcome to the More Deadly Podcast, where we review horror films directed solely by women and women-identified directors that prove that the female of the species is, as in the title of the podcast, more deadly than the male. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Rachel, and joining me is one of my favorite people, my other half, the one and only Ariel. Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. How are you doing? I am doing okay. I had a sort of weird day today, though. <laughs> So you had a day in the life of Ariel. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not unusual. But <laughs> Although today, I, li- I live for your weird days, so keep them coming. Keep them coming. Today was particularly strange. So okay. before I tell you the weird thing that happened, I have to tell you that <laughs> I have been having conversations with my parents about what they would want done with their bodies when they die, which I know sounds super <laughs> morbid. <laughs> I mean, I... On one hand, I understand these are actually really important conversations to have. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to get them to make some decisions so that I don't have to do guesswork afterwards, right. you know? Because like- <laughs> let's be honest, it's totally going to follow you to make these decisions. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so my mom actually did what I asked her to do. She decided she wanted to be cremated and she contacted the Neptune Society, which is this organization where you can like pay in advance for your cremation. And then when you die, they'll come scoop up your body. They'll cremate you and deliver you to whoever you ask them to deliver you to. See, I know what this is because I, there was a Neptune Society near me growing up and and I had always thought it was like, some cool <laughs> mythology thing. Uh-huh. I was picturing some sort of secret society, Rosicrucian style. You know what I mean? Something cool like that. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> childhood so ruined. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so okay, so she's Neptune Societying it up. All right. Yeah. So she signed up for that, and I guess she put me as her top family member on her list of who she wants her remains delivered to. Okay. Today. Okay. I got a knock at my door. What? (laughs) And a box was delivered to me. I bring the box inside. I open up the box. And it was a giant cremation box. No! (laughs) This beautiful, huge, lacquered box (laughs) that my mom is supposed to be in. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say there was someone already inside. No. <laughs> I mean, Thank listen, that God. is deeply grim, but I was like, I don't trust the Neptune Society if they're already <laughs> sending you the wrong remains. <laughs> no, but somehow wires got crossed. I'm not sure what happened, but now I have, like, I am possess- in possession of this giant box that is supposed to house oh. my mother's remains. And my mother is still very much alive. <laughs> like, that is some, like, Schrodinger's urn kind of, I don't. No, I don't care for it. I didn't care for it either. I was not happy about seeing it. And the weird thing is, is my mom is not religious. She's an atheist. And for some reason, like, this isn't even something she would have picked out. It's this huge, I mean, it's a beautiful lacquered box. But when you open it, it has a place for like a picture of your loved one and candles that you can burn so that you can set it up as an altar in your home <laughs> it's see i like elaborate. that your mom is just like i'm a diva to the, to the day after i die okay <laughs> she already opted for the, the diva 
altar urn and she's oh no i didn't select this i I mean i love it (laughs) go ariel's mom (laughs) oh wow so now i don't know what to do with it it's just is it the one she actually wanted she can't remember (laughs) she can't that's a yes (laughs) oh my gosh okay so yeah, like, what do you do with that? Do you store I don't know. it? I mean, I don't really want it. I mean, she could live for a very long time and I cart this thing around for the next two decades. Every time you move for the next however long. Yeah, listen. Very I, long, long <laughs> in the distance. Yes. I'm already carting around the actual remains of my grandparents. I don't need, like, an empty box Why? to add to the stack. Why is everyone making you the ash holder? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little bit complicated, but... At one point, we lost. Is it my weird that I've ashes. already signed up for you to take my cremains? Is that weird? <laughs> I'm glad this actually came up because I wasn't sure how to bring it up. <laughs> but I realized I just spoke over you while you were saying the words "we lost my grandfather's ashes." So I'm going to need you to step yeah. back. Yeah. So my grandfather died, and then my mom had my grandmother move in with her. But for a little while. My grandmother lived at my sister's house and the remains were with my grandmother. And then my sister lost the remains and swore that I had done it for years. <gasps> that I she was going to make you take the fall? <laughs> but when my sister moved from Missouri to Portland, Oregon, she found my grandfather's remains. But my grandmother insisted on not being her ashes not being spread until until she could be spread with my grandfather uh-huh so they've just been sitting here and now i don't know now they just live in my house <laughs> what did you i mean yeah god that's a lot of decisions for you ariel <laughs> i feel like we need to make some sort of like spin the wheel and wherever it lands like that's what we do with grandma is this too dark is this too grim <laughs> We're recording at like 11 p.m. And I know. I've it's, lost it's my mind at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, What's going to be crazy is if, if dad's urn also shows up, you're oh going to be like, God. all right, you guys need to stop. stop <laughs> <it."> <laughs> please, please don't do that to me. Oh my goodness. All right, Ariel, that counts. That's a weird day. Yep. Your yep. day was much weirder than mine. <laughs> Normally, I want to live vicariously through you, but I don't know that today I think you can keep. Yeah, that's <laughs> that fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's going to just be pushed down the memory hole. We'll just forget it ever happened. Yeah, until my urn shows up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine will also be an altar. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> oh, Ariel, bless your heart. What a day. All right. Well... <laughs> Uh, I don't think we have any housekeeping. I feel like uh, we're pretty warmed up here. So, um, hard to make a transition after that. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. This is your fault that I don't know how to podcast for (laughs) literally hundreds of episodes. (laughs) All right. So, on that note, we have a very exciting show today. We are going to be reviewing the new film Slacks directed by Elsa Kephart. It is going to be out on Shudder on March 18th. So, again, we're going to have a slightly different spoiler policy. Ariel, can you please let our listeners know what our spoiler policy is on this episode? 
Yeah. So usually this is when I just tell you that we're going to spoil everything, but uh-huh. because this is a new release, we want you guys to have the opportunity to see it before if you want to. Um, we're going to give you a little short review at the beginning, and then we'll put down the spoiler wall, and then all bets are off. Yeah, that's on. <laughs> on. We're, we're going to take the spoiler pants off. and then Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so now this was a me pick. I don't know why it says an arrow pick here, because it was a me pick. This is a me pick, and I selected it because it's about killer pants. I mean, do you really need anything more than that? Killer pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was in at killer pants. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about Elsa and the background on this film. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Awesome. So Elsa Kephart is the director of Slacks. She is a Montreal-born director who graduated from Emerson College with a BFA in film production and screenwriting. In 2010, she founded Midnight Kingdom Films, her production company. Their mandate is is to produce works that are bold and strange and, quote, it envisions filmmaking as a mystical journey and every film as part of a deeper fabric of the human mythology. Oh, that sounds interesting. That is a bold statement. Yeah. (laughs) And yet, having seen this movie, I'm like, I think I know what you mean by that. Yeah, it fits. Right? And we'll get into that in the, I think, mostly in post-spoilers. So Kephart is also one of the co-founders of the Montreal chapter of the Femme Fatales, which Ooh, what's that? sounds like a very exciting period um, burlesque troupe, but it is not. It is actually a nonprofit which advocates for parody in the film industry, which is a dope and That's awesome um, uh, endeavor. And it also organizes panels and mixers with the intent to raise visibility for marginalized directors and also to create more opportunities for them to receive both job opportunities and funding for their projects. In other words, these are the people that are helping to get more of the movies that we love, more movies directed by women on the big screen and small screen. Oh, that's great. Yeah, really, really cool. And that's not all. As once again, a reoccurring thing that we've talked a lot about on the show is every time we dig into information about these women directors, they're so interesting and amazing and accomplished. I'm always so impressed by all of the things that they're doing and how driven they are. And in this case, she, in addition to all of this, she's also one of the co-founders of Extinction Rebellion Quebec, which is... She's an environmental activist, and they're really an international movement that utilizes nonviolent civil disobedience to create pressure on different institutions to face the reality of impending climate, well, current and impending climate change. Wow. Yeah, you know, in an effort to, you know, stave off total societal collapse. So, like, no big deal. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. So she's got her hands full. She's not only entertaining us with killer pants, she's literally saving the planet. (laughs) Yeah, and as we talk about the movie, I mean, this makes so much sense for why she made the film that she made. Yep. I know. I know everyone at home right now is going, killer pants? Really? (laughs) This fits? Yes, it does. does. Stay with us. (laughs) Stay with us. All right. So a little background on the film itself. All right. So Slacks is actually Kephart's third feature film. Her first, which she wrote and directed, was called Graveyard Alive as Zombie Nurse in Love. Is that the whole title? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, a, it's a black and white sort of horror romance. 
okay. Yes, yes. And it, okay, so it screamed at over 20 international film festivals and won several awards, including Best Cinematography at Slamdance. Okay. So nice. that's pretty good for a premiere yeah. film, I would say. This was followed by the fantasy film Go in the Wilderness in 2013, which premiered at the Festival du Nouveau Cinema, which sounds very fancy. Yes, it does. So the origin of Slacks itself actually goes back even further than all of that. It began 15 years ago on a road trip with her co-writer, Patricia Gomez. They are longtime friends. And so, of course, they were teasing each other as friends do. Well, uh, and in this case, it was about words that creep them out. Like, do you have a word that really bothers you? Oh, moist? Yeah, Munch? That- <laughs> Munch. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's a word. I'm sure that I have one and I'm just like blanking out right now. That, oh, yeah, but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm going to need to know what that is later. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyways, uh, so they were like teasing each other about uh, words that they don't like. And in one of them, the word was slacks, which is interesting. I mean, it is, it is kind of like slacks. Yeah. If you don't know that it's just pants, it sounds, (laughs) it does sound a little creepy. And so they kept saying it and saying it until it started to sound like a horror movie. And so over the years, the script went through various uh, forms and it finally melded with Kephart's passion for the environment. And it turned from just sort of killer pants at a high school to a cautionary tale about fast fashion through the lens of killer pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kephart pitched the film at the Directed by Women session in 2017. And as you can imagine, she had to take her on that concept alone. <laughs> yeah, of course she did. I mean, it's a great elevator pitch. Right? Yeah. It. I mean, who hears killer pants and doesn't want to like at least... <laughs> see what that could possibly be yeah so the next day after she pitched it she got a call saying we have to make this movie and she premiered the trailer for it at con where again it was really well received and the sales agents were all interested and in an interview with Rue Moore Kephart said of the experience that it was pretty helpful because it's not I'm not always the best at pitching It was great to have a single stage where I could present the concept and people were forced to listen to me rather than stand rather than stand awkwardly at a cocktail party saying to people, will you hear my idea about killing pants? (laughs) 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 (sighs) All right. So in 2020, Slacks premiered digitally as part of the Fantasia International Film Festival and received stellar reviews Mm -hmm. which brings us to the present it's about to finally make its way to general audiences when it premieres on shutter on march 18th awesome oh i'm so excited for people to see this one me too me too spoiler alert i guess yeah (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) no worries let's do our mini reviews and then we'll get into the synopsis because the synopsises tend to spoil some things we don't (laughs) want to spoil some things for people who haven't even had a chance to see it yet right yeah all right cool let's start with you what is your non-spoilery review of slacks i really love this movie awesome (laughs) (laughs) like i said i'm super excited for people to see it because this movie is so much fun i mean Mm. it's a ridiculous premise but it works so well yeah and all the sort of over-the-top, ridiculous performances are so much fun. The pants look fantastic. It's gory. <laughs> that it is, yes. 
<laughs> it's got all the things I want out of like a dumb monster movie, but then it has extra layers that we'll get into layer later that make it even more interesting. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think this one is so good. Everybody needs to see it. I just don't think you could watch this movie without a big smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like you, I had a really great time with this movie. It has all the trappings of a really fun B-movie. It's campy. The performances in some places are really campy and fun. It's gruesome. The concept alone is worth exploring. (laughs) I mean, you have to, for the spectacle of it, right? You have to check it out when you're a killer pants. It's also really funny. It's very much a dark comedy. And there are some... A laugh out loud moments to go with kind of all of the fun killer yes. pants action. Yes. And all of that alone would make this really easy to recommend. But on top of that, it's actually this really smart political horror film that does a very good job at punching up at things like corporate culture, consumerism, exploitation in the fashion industry, the ecological impact of the yep. fashion industry. And, you know, it we you've talked and I have talked about the, how I have this thing about, you know, horror being the sugar that makes the medicine go down. Like you can really package incisive political messages and horror and people are just open and receptive to it. And I think that this is kind of the epitome of that because it is just such a fun treat, but then also has a lot of depth to it. So much more than you would expect. Yeah, but it's not done in an over, like, it's not done in an overworked way where you're just kind of like, ugh, I thought I was here for something fun. Why am I listening to this now? The whole thing is fun. Yes. The whole thing. It is a, it is a crowd pleaser. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's a crowd pleaser that has all of the goofy fun that you want from a movie that's about killer pants, but it never talks down to its audience. It's smart in addition to being absurd, which is what I wanted plus. You know what I mean? I was there for the absurd and was very excited to receive the plus. <laughs> if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommended. Definitely check it out when it comes out on Shudder. Um, this is a fun one. A lot of the horror that we we cover here and that we love here is, you know, somewhat punishing or challenging. This is this goes down smooth. <laughs> this one yeah. is just fun. So yeah. if that's what kind of mood you're in for. You know, like, if that's your mood for what you want to see, you're going to really enjoy Slacks. All right. Any other non-spoilery thoughts? No, I want to talk about the spoilery stuff now. All right. All right. So, folks, this is your moment. We have now reached the point where everything is on the table. No, no, no feelings can be hurt over spoilers. So depart if you're concerned about spoilers and come back and listen to our full thoughts or if you are if you happen to have seen this at the film festival or don't care about spoilers then um get ready this is gonna be fun all right ariel everybody's gone we've given everybody ample time to leave right i'm vamped enough (laughs) (laughs) i'm vamping i'm vamping okay ariel give me the synopsis for sly x okay um, you have to say I... it like that. Sly X. Sly X. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of country in Rachel. Sly X. It's just fun. It feels good. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's so, hear this synopsis. So Slacks. This movie is about a young idealistic woman named Libby who starts her first day of work at a hip clothing store called CCC. 
where all of the employees of the store are being locked in as they prepare for the launch of new top secret jeans. Slaps. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One of the employees named Gemma steals a pair of these new secret jeans and tries them on. But she finds herself in pain as the jeans get tighter and tighter, eventually murdering her. Oh, no. So after she goes missing, the manager starts sending other employees to look for Gemma. But each person he sends is then murdered by the jeans as well. (laughs) (laughs) Because they have a lust for blood. Yes, they do. So the manager becomes more and more frantic as the night goes on, and he's worried about his promotion being in jeopardy if this launch of the new jeans isn't a success. Uh, So then Libby and the manager start finding the dismembered bodies of the missing employees, and he forces Libby to help hide them so that the launch can go on as planned. But before long, the jeans go on a murderous rampage and kill everyone in the store except for Libby, the manager, and another employee named Shruthi. So Libby and Shruthi then find a way to communicate with the jeans (laughs) (laughs) and find out that they've been possessed by the spirit of the young girl who picked the cotton used to make them and was killed by a piece of farming equipment. Yeah. Shruthi and Libby try to help tell her story and get her justice, but but the jeans come alive, a bunch of them, a whole army, and they attack and kill him. So, bye-bye, manager. Yes. The store then automatically opens at 8 a.m., and then the jeans slaughter everyone in sight. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. <laughs> All right, Ariel, what did you think of Slayax? So, again, Slayax (laughs) (laughs) is just so much fun. Like, I can't overstate how much fun I had watching this movie. Mm -hmm. It's so silly. It has all these great, over-the-top, absurdist performances, like the manager. I love him in Mm -hmm. this Mm because he just gets, like, more and more kind of manic and crazed as the day goes on. And all of his ridiculous corporate jargon is so funny Mm -hmm. um yeah he just he made me laugh a lot during this this movie is funny and like you were saying it's a lot of black humor um Mm -hmm. but there i had some genuine genuine laughs in this movie like it's it's very funny Mm -hmm. um part of it was the manager like he has this sort of phony allyship stuff happening where (laughs) at one point Gemma uh, thinks that the reason her stomach is hurting is not because the jeans are trying to cut her in half, but because uh, (laughs) because she's got her period. So she goes to take care of it, and the manager calls, and she tells him what's going on. And he's like, I register your feminine issues, and I respect them. (laughs) (laughs) So good. There are great lines like that throughout it. Yes, yes. Really funny. He really, I mean, he for me was kind of the standout of this movie. And yeah. because he gets all the best lines in yes. the movie. Yeah. And, and he just kills them all. His comedic timing is mwah, so, yeah. so good. He and the really writing good. is so good. You know what I mean? Like this sort of, like you said, like the pseudo wokeism that is also just very much intermeshed with like corporate, you know, corporate speak. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so funny. Yeah, it is razor sharp satire, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, awesome. What else did you think? Okay, so 
I know that you and I talked about the fact that when the movie first started, we were a little worried that it wasn't going to be gory enough because that first kill, you don't actually see it really happening. Mm -hmm. You just see sort of the blood and stuff afterwards. Yeah. But I was dead wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So gory in the most fun, enjoyable way possible. It's almost all practical effects. And it's it's very of the like evil dead kind of very slapstick gore it's not it's never like torture porny at all it's, no 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 no, not at all very it's the like kind of gore that'll make movie, you smile like yeah it's yeah. great yeah mm-hmm. yeah um when i knew that this movie was definitely for me is when the one employee guy goes to check on everything and the pants bite off his thumb <laughs> then <laughs> cut off his hands and then slit his throat with I know, I know. with the zipper i think <laughs> it's so good and there's just blood everywhere yeah, it's so funny yeah it's so funny it's yeah so i funny. think i was like cheering through that scene yeah yeah, yeah. like because i had the same fear as you i was like oh i really want to see these jeans eat people and then you know what happens the jeans eat people <laughs> oh they sure do and it just gets sort of sillier as it goes on like there's the scene where all of the jeans are just feasting on a pile of dead bodies yes. in the corner. It's yes. so great. Or when they kill the manager and they basically eat him down to a skeleton. And eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, and eyeballs. <laughs> I know, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, the puppetry of the jeans is oh. great. <laughs> I love that they have their own kind of personality, mm-hmm. even though obviously it's like a non-speaking role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how the jeans move when they're slurping up blood off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) When there's that scene where the pockets become eyes and like the waist opening is the mouth. That was the moment for me where I was like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. This movie has killed me. I am done. (laughs) It's so great. And then, of course, the Bollywood dance sequences. I had seen you had written some notes about a Bollywood dance sequence before I had seen it. And I was like, what? And then I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. It's so funny because Shruti is listening to Bollywood music on her headphones and her back is to the jeans. And then the jeans just start dancing. Oh, God. It's so, so good. good. It's really good. Hey, yeah. You know what? We all know that you enjoy bad, so bad it's good movies. Yes, but I do not. Right. So right. I want to make it clear for people who are are on my side of the scale that there are some very campy things in this, but it never veers into so bad it's good. Right. It just stays good. So keep that in mind because I know. Yeah, this isn't Velocipaster. This is a different thing. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, is the concept would make you think that it might hundred percent. Yes. But sometimes those sort of high concept ideas, you fall in love with the idea and then it doesn't deliver on the idea. But this one is a movie about killer pants and those pants, they, they'd be killing. <laughs> so you yeah, don't need to and, worry about that. Right. And it doesn't overstay its welcome either. This is a short movie. It's only, I think, 75 minutes, something mm-hmm. like that. Look who's looking at runtime <laughs> now. You I know co- you have me paying attention now. Now you notice, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, this thing is, it's it's short and sweet. It never oversees yeah. its welcome. And the pacing as a result of that short runtime has an urgency to it. it. There, I don't ever felt like there were ever lulls in the movie. No, no. Once it got going, we were going from set piece to set piece. And yeah, and I appreciate that. Because I think sometimes movies are just too long. They're just too long. <laughs> and the stories are better told. When it's edited down a bit, and I get it, like it's hard, it's your, you're cutting your baby, you know, you've made this thing and all of those scenes are so precious. I'm sure there's things that it was probably really hard to cut in this movie. Yeah, I mean, especially if they've been working on the movie for as long as they had been. Yeah. I imagine it's very hard to make cuts, but this movie is better for it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because it's I think that this, yeah, the sort of ridiculousness of the concept could wear on you if it was like mm-hmm. a two and a half hour long movie. Oh, but because no. it's so short, it's just fun the whole yes. way through. Mm-hmm. And it exactly. only takes it like 10 minutes to get going before yeah. stuff really starts happening, you know? And all the dialogue before that is actually pretty funny. So, it is. yeah. Yeah. So it's because it's all like that manager, basically. Yes. And he's, <laughs> he is great. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? So, mm-hmm. Rachel, you had talked about this before, but one of the most surprising things for me about this movie, going into it, all I knew was it was about killer pants. I yeah. knew nothing more about it than that. And so finding out that sort of couched in the absurdity of the concept and the campiness of some of the humor is these really important messages about climate change and fast fashion and uh, child labor. Yeah. All of this stuff was surprising, but it fits in so well because it's not heavy handed. It makes its point and it does it quickly. Mm hmm. And it fits in with the entire plot of the movie and continues to be sort of funny and ridiculous throughout, even Mm -hmm. while it's giving you these important messages. So, yeah, I mean, for instance, there's a scene where Shruti, Libby, and the manager are all locked in watching the jeans Mm -hmm. on the camera. And she's all of a sudden becoming disillusioned, realizing that (laughs) these jeans are, you know, made by child labor and they're not eco-friendly and they're not organic and all this, these bullshit lines they've been peddling. And the manager is basically like, yeah, of course they're not like, duh. (laughs) what did you think? And Shruti's like, why do you think you could, you know, we can buy them for $5 and sell them for 150. Like, come on. (laughs) This is the inconvenient truth that you're not, you're not paying attention to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Even like the commercial for the jeans they show to the employees is so ridiculous. And one of the things that it says in the commercial is if you're five pounds underweight or five pounds overweight, these are the jeans for you. They'll make you look great (laughs) (laughs) because these are these magical jeans that are supposed to fit to any body type. Right. 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 So long as you're a size zero. you know. Right. <laughs> but again, that commercial is funny, but also it plays like real commercials kind of play just yeah. with, you know, slight absurdity added into it. Mm-hmm. And it's fast and is a laugh too. Yes. You know? Yes. I did notice my second time through watching it, all of this corporate posters around them and stuff. Uh huh. I don't know if you were paying attention to that. I mean, they're just surrounded by smiling people yes. of color. Yeah. And so it looks, it just kind of gets when corporations try to put on this coat of wokeness. Right. And the poster that's actually staring, like staring into the face of the manager is of a young Indian girl who could have been. Oh, uh huh. 
And so, and the first time through, I didn't see it. It just has this very, like I said, like Amnesty International look to it. But then I started really kind of after knowing kind of the, all the backstory, I started cluing into all the ways that that's like incorporated into the, into the presentation of the store itself. Yeah. Was really interesting. Yeah. And then there's this whole thing about theft hurts us all. There's all these right. things, which you read as like shoplifting, but there is a larger message there about yes, there exploitation <laughs> and how, yes, it harms us all. Our, our Basically, our, our corporate greed and theft of these people's life essentially harms us all, which I thought was pretty great the second time through. Yeah. And the guy who, I don't know if he owned the stores or- The CEO. Yeah. The CEO. Yeah. Okay. So his, he was interesting too. They're all so excited to see him. Like he's a celebrity and, you know, talking to them as though they're all this big, happy family. Right. You know, and then he can't even remember the manager's name after he tells him. (laughs) He's so full of shit. Yeah. He's so smarmy. You have a hundred percent seen that guy. Oh yeah. Uh Oh yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So yeah, I I loved that this movie is, not afraid to really go there and just get super weird at times. Yeah. But what's crazy, like you said, is, and so unexpected, is that this movie has some real heart to it. There's something very devastating when you get into how the monster was created. Yes. Because it's mined from this real life exploitation presented sort of in the cinematic exploitation package, you know? Right. And I think because it's something that we all probably participate in at some level. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, it, it's definitely one of those ones where you're like, Ooh, cringing because you feel yeah. like lightweight indicted because, you know, it's yes. probably true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting when I put on the Killer Pants movie to be thinking about the plight of the Uyghurs, but that happened. <laughs> that was the thing that happened while I was watching Slay right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great. I actually think that's really great. I love I love horror with a message. And somehow I got to have the fun sort of light, goofy part of horror that I like and the political, deep, thoughtful part of horror that I like. Yeah. And there was something like touching as well about Libby and Shruti kind of coming together to mm-hmm. try to help the genes. I mean, yeah. as silly as that sounds where there's a mannequin, you know, that the genes is using as a torso. Right. And it's so ridiculous, but there's a real sweetness there, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I And a big part of it is this walking the sort of razor's edge of campy B horror movie and uh, political satire. Yeah. And, and I think it sort of represented it in this scene that we touched on a little bit where they're talking, they're finding out the, the origin story of this genes monster. Kirat is telling them by using the blood from a dismembered <laughs> hand to write this very sad story and plea for justice on the wall. You know, we find out she became, this is how she became a pair of haunted pants, you know? <laughs> and it's it's very sad and upsetting and very much ripped from real life. But she's doing it with a chopped off hand yeah it's this delicate balance uh that somehow it it sounds insane but it absolutely works right yeah it works so well yeah i loved i loved you know you know i love anytime someone kicks up right i love humor that kicks up and i think that this movie does a really good job about it when they're talking about things like 
like we said, like companies who virtue signal, but they use it as marketing, you know, like mm-hmm. we saw a lot of this, you know, following the summer and the Black Lives Matter movement, like all these companies that You're are, dead. you know, outraged by what's happening while privately lining the pockets of politicians that absolutely <laughs> are perfectly fine saying Black Lives don't matter. And and I thought a lot about that while I was watching this movie. Again, not expecting that from the Killer Pants movie, but here yeah. we are. <laughs> and and yeah, and I like that it it kind of gets at this idea that there's no such thing as ethical consumerism under a capitalist system, which is like again a lot deeper than I thought I was going to get in this in this movie. But yeah, it's it's both a very fun B movie and a, an extremely savvy political film. Yeah, it's um, a very smart script. Yeah, it's yeah. But it never really, like you said, it never really feels that way. No, no. I mean, there is just... a Bollywood dance number in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are two. There are two I Bollywood guess you're dance right. numbers. You're right. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> I thought the star of the movie, aside from Brett Donahue, who is the manager, Craig, has got to be them jeans. Oh, yeah. What's crazy is that it's, I think it's om- either almost or totally all practical, which is incredible. What's really cool is that somehow they managed to create some degree of menace with the pants. The way that they manipulate it to create like a mouth and a face and all of those things, I was not really expecting, but it adds a ton of character to it. And there's some really genuinely chilling moments. Like you mentioned where there's a part where they come upon like a bunch of the pants feasting on a pile of dead bodies and there's something that happens internally that on an instinctual level you recoil it looks like something awful if you came (laughs) across it in nature but then the absurdity of what you're actually looking at kicks in and and i think that sort of is a perfect example of what makes this movie work so well is that the tension between those two things yeah those pants are just they're brilliant really and yeah because there is there's something so silly and ridiculous about it and yet there is something sinister and gory and gross about it too it's just Uh it's a great combination yeah and i just want to say again like brett donahue who like i said plays craig the manager he, he stole the show for me Yes, he absolutely did. At every point of his arc from grotesquely ambitious middle manager to to total corporate sociopath, I was with him all the way. And I feel like he brings all of the dark humor to this. He's he's hilarious. I don't like some choices he made at the end of the movie. However, (laughs) his comeuppance is glorious. It is. Oh, it's... Yeah, his death is so great. It's so great. <laughs> They're just like all jumping on him like piranhas. Oh my god, so it's insane. so funny. But yeah, he does such a good job with all the humor in this movie, which mm-hmm. I feel like could have gone wrong in the wrong It could have easily but... been so one note. Yep, yep. Because we've seen this character before, mm-hmm. but there's something about like the sociopathy he brings to it. <laughs> yeah. As as things escalate, that you're just like he's super funny at the beginning, and then by the end you're like, oh my god, what the hell? Right, like terrifying. (laughs) I know. As they're trying to hide these bodies, they put one of them into a cart, like a clothing cart, and the arm keeps popping off, and he just like shoves it back in. You know, like it doesn't mean anything to him. And there's a humor to what's happening, but also you're like, oh damn. He's cold. So yeah, I I really had have pretty much only good things to say about this movie. I absolutely recommend checking it out. Do you have any things that maybe didn't work for, about the movie for you? 
So I have one tiny little thing. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so in the middle of the movie, there's this influencer woman, this like YouTube Uh influencer who comes to preview the jeans. And I thought that while the manager did so well with the absurdist satire stuff, Uh I think she was a little too over the top and ridiculous. That's fair. That's fair. But she's not on it for long, in the movie for long. And she gets such a great death. And she gets such a great death that I almost, (laughs) like, don't kind of care in retrospect. Yeah. She's sort of redeemed by... We're picking them nits right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. But other than that, I just, I don't really have any other complaints. Yeah. My only con is I wish there were more kills. Oh, because sure. they were I mean, so I'm much for <laughs> they yes. were so much fun i wanted more yeah. i wanted to see all the ways that the pants could kill <laughs> right. so i guess that's that's my con more <laughs> more yeah. of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't really have any criticisms like uh, like are some of the performances over the top yes but that's the it's a style it's camp you know what i mean exactly so so yeah no i don't really have any cons for this i really just i just really liked it i like really like you know thoughtful slowly paced you know (laughs) explorations of grief (laughs) or sometimes i just want to have fun and this this gave me everything i wanted so yeah definitely check out slack any other final thoughts about the movie? No, I mean, I just, it's a little sad that it's not going to get to play in theaters because I do think this yes. would be a fun one to see oh, with a theater you, of laughing yes. people, you know? Um, I hope I that hope... someday it finds a way yes. to a screen. Yeah, some kind of midnight showing thing would be really right? fun. But, you know, you know what I it's... see happening is this somehow ending up in like an Alamo draft house situation. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah. I think we're just going to be all kinds of stuff once we get out of quarantine. We are, like, rapidly heading towards a post-vaccinated world. And I think there's going to be a lot of really cool things that happen in places like Alamo Drafthouse. And I would love to see Slacks end up somewhere like that. Yeah, it would be really fun. Because this, but... this is a crowd pleaser. Yeah, absolutely. But until then, check it out on Shudder. Because mm-hmm. I... I really think there are not going to be many people who don't like this movie. There are some of the more artsy movies or more thoughtful movies where it might just not be your speed. But I think uh, this ridiculous, fun, gory movie about killer genes is almost everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's surprisingly smart. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those things where it promises to be real dumb and then it sneaks in the brain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of how I live my life. (laughs) (laughs) you're too much i know i know all right we don't have any listener mail this week but if you want to get in touch with us you can always drop us a line at rachel at zombiegirls.com if you're enjoying the show please review us on apple podcasts or wherever you are getting your podcasts if you're looking for something to watch tonight head over to the zombie girls and check out our VOD and streaming calendar where we keep track of all the, the horror and horror adjacent things that are heading your way on VOD and streaming. And holy crap, is there some exciting stuff coming in the next couple of months. So you are going to want to keep an eye on that. And if you love us, even if you just really like us and you want to support us, we do now have a Patreon. So head over to patreon.com forward slash zombie girls and check out all of our various tiers and perks because there's all kinds of good stuff on there. All right, that's enough plugging. 
<laughs> Ariel, next episode, you are choosing the film. What are we going to fall slacks up with? Let me guess. It's going to be a lighthearted jaunt, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. What are we watching? For next episode, we are going to be watching Violation. Yeah, that is not Slacks. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> it's directed by Madeline Sims Fewer and Dusty Mancinelli. So this one is about a troubled woman on the edge of divorce returning home to her younger sister after years apart. But when her sister and brother-in-law betray her trust, she embarks on a vicious crusade of revenge. Yeah, I'm excited about this one because for Women in Horror Month, we all picked movies that we were excited about coming out. And this is the one that one of the ones that I wrote about. Mm. So I've been looking forward to it. Nice. I mean, God, sounds that's, dark. that <laughs> premise sounds rough. Yeah, it, it sure does. But it's been getting great reviews. So yeah, I think it'll be worth it. Oh, I'm excited about it. I'm, yeah, I, I've seen I, I Honestly, I haven't read any reviews, but I did see the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I was like, oh, damn. Now, this isn't definitive, obviously. No, but it's a good I like sign. movies who have low ones, and the high ones have disappointed me. But, you know, it's a good sort of early temperature taker, and yeah, it, it exactly. definitely hyped me up for this a little bit more. So, yeah, that'll be great. So that And that's coming to Shudder on March 25th. So check out Violation before the next episode. All right. So I think we're about to wrap it up unless you are a patron and you want to stick around for our, I guess, more deadly after dark patrons only section (laughs) where we're going to be talking because, I mean, obviously we've been talking about killer pants all night. We're going to be talking about horror movies with um, unconventional killers. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's a wrap. So Ariel, take us out. All right. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us through this review of Slacks. Or what was was it? Slacks. Slacks. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll be back next time for Violation. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And to my co-host and good friend, Ariel, for always teaching me something new. Production on this episode was done by yours truly and edited by Ariel. Our theme song for the show is More Deadly by DJ Sharp.